What is up my Sunlight Samurais, how are you guys doing? I just finished, or a few hours ago, I just finished a about a 16 minute parkour workout outside in the sun. Summer is almost like, it's halfway through, so it's almost end of January, February is the last month of summer, and then it's getting fall, so I want to make sure I'm getting a lot, as, uh, as much sunlight as possible on a daily basis. I am doing more parkour and more activities outside. In the past, I used to do only sprints outside, so that's about an hour twice a week, but now I'm also doing parkour, so that's another about hour uh, additional two times a week. So I spend about one hour four times outside, uh, four times a week outside in the sun. So getting a good tan, not burning anymore, even though I'm doing it in the middle of the day, and this is because I already got a good tan, and my vitamin D is high, and the vitamin D then protects me from uh, burning in the sun, so that's awesome. The goal is not to burn. So the more, the higher your vitamin D is, and the more frequently and consistently you do this, the less likely you are to burn, and the better and healthier you will be. Alright guys, to get to the point of this video, I want to talk to you about, basically, can it be detrimental if you stimulate the, the metabolic rate too much? So can it be counterproductive when you stimulate the metabolic rate? Okay, so there's a few things that we have to take in consideration here. When you are just eating foods and you're just living, your metabolic rate is mainly, mostly controlled by your thyroid. So hypothyroid people tend to have a lower metabolic rate and hyperthyroid people tend to have a higher metabolic rate. Now, being uh, hyperthyroid, such as Graves' disease, is a disease. It's caused by, it's not obtained naturally, right? So it's not like, oh, I'm taking the supplement, and I'm doing this and that, and now I have Graves' disease, and now I'm hypermetabolic. That's not how it works. So if you just rely on food and lifestyle, you will not become hypermetabolic. You will just optimize your thyroid function between hypo. Hyper, you'll be stuck there in the middle. Not stuck is the, is the wrong word. You'll be optimal, right there in the middle, where you want to be. This is where you have a good, fast metabolic rate, a normal metabolic rate, where you have good energy production, you stay um, leaner, easier, you build more muscle, you're just healthier. Everything just works better when you have good thyroid function. So you want to make sure you optimize your thyroid function with diet, and lifestyle, also things that I discussed in the Alpha Energy course, link in the description. All right, so but so if you stimulate the metabolic rate, what are potent metabolic stimulators? Thyroid, obviously, is one of those. You can take that as a supplement, and you can make yourself hyperthyroid. And yes, hyperthyroidism is non-ideal. It's not ideal. You want to be euthyroid, maybe slightly to the side of hyperthyroid, but you don't want to be hyperthyroid. That is a non-ideal place to be. And not because it just stimulates the metabolic rate. There's various other reasons why it's not ideal. So you don't want to take too much thyroid to make yourself hyperthyroid. Other potent metabolic stimulator is DNP. It's an uncoupling drug. tends to be actually very safe in small doses, although in higher doses it can cause cataracts and death. And it also depends on where you source it. So different sources will have different contaminants. And the more contaminants it has the more likely you are to get side effects from that substance that you use. So if you use a very clean and pure DNP in a small dose, you will boost the metabolic rate and that will help with mood, sleep, fat loss, muscle retention, lowering inflammation, leaning out the liver, organ protective, so many benefits to stimulating uncoupling mildly. But there is a side effect if you stimulate the metabolic rate too much, which is death. You die from hyperthermia. But this is obviously a synthetic drug. This is not something that's like, oh, by accident, I was eating too much DNP. Like, that's not going to happen. So you can't stimulate the metabolic rate because most people don't have access to DNP and especially a good source of DNP. I haven't used it. I don't recommend it. Uh, but it can be used safely, though. 
if you find a good source. Okay, another powerful stimulant of the metabolic rate is caffeine. So keep in mind, caffeine don't just stimulate the metabolic rate, it also affects your neurotransmitters, especially the catecholamines. So if you take too much caffeine, you're not going to feel very good. But that's not because it stimulates the metabolic rate. It's because it, in your case perhaps, in someone's case that's sensitive to stress, it releases too much catecholamines, which makes you feel funky and jittery and ill and, and weird. It's not because of the metabolic rate, it's because of the catecholamines and neurotransmitters that's released. Another one is aspirin. Aspirin is used, especially by the rapid form community, to stimulate the metabolic rate. Now, the reasons why I recommend it is because it's anti-inflammatory, it inhibits excess lipolysis, so it improves insulin sensitivity, it can mildly stimulate uncoupling proteins, it has a lot of benefits. But if you use it smart, it can be beneficial. So you don't want to be overdosing it, and it all depends on everyone's individual sensitivity to this compound. Right, so if you're really sensitive to it, then perhaps don't use high doses, start with low doses, stay to, at low doses, and then synergize it with something else to get the, the desired effect that you want. Okay, so another compound that can stimulate the metabolic rate would be B vitamins in general, but especially B1. So B vitamins are cofactors for enzymes that produce energy, for example. They're cofactors. Cofactors don't stimulate an enzyme. But in the case of B vitamins, especially B1, it can actually stimulate the enzyme. So it's a cofactor and a stimulator. So that's a good thing if you want to maximize glucose oxidation, let's say as a nootropic. You want to stimulate that glucose oxidation for uh, ergogenic, like sport performance benefits, also for nootropic benefits. So there is a benefit to stimulating glucose oxidation. Now, if you're not in an ideal state where um, perhaps you're, you're wasting too much glucose, like... Um, through glycolysis, it's not properly being stimulated through oxidative phosphorylation, and you don't have a lot of glucose available or glycogen available, then perhaps it might cause some side effects for some people. Um, so I also recommend starting at a low dose, 50 milligrams, 100 milligrams, and then work up from there until you find your tolerance. So some people need that um, effect where the vitamin stimulates the enzyme to normalize uh, the function of that enzyme because they are hypofunctional. So by stimulating it, they can actually go back to normal, which is therapeutic. So you, uh, in a lot of disease cases, people don't have, or, or there is uh, enzymes that's downregulated, glucose oxidation is impaired. So if you can restore glucose oxidation, you improve that disease state. So that's why I recommend aspirin, because it blocks access lipolysis and fatty acid oxidation, which is often upregulated in a disease state. And then you use B1 to fix a hypofunctional glucose oxidation. So you stop excess fat oxidation and you promote proper glucose oxidation. But the whole key here is to start low, check your own tolerance, and then ramp up doses depending on how you respond to something. And keep in mind that more is not always better. So if you respond to a little bit of B1 and you taper up, you go higher doses, and you notice like, well, I'm getting side effects, then perhaps more is not better for you. You need something else. So... One compound can be beneficial, but the reason why uh, stimulating the metabolic rate is not detrimental because these compounds don't just stimulate the metabolic rate. They also affect many other processes like the release of catecholamines that's going to make you feel weird. So the, the concept is that stimulating the metabolic rate is not necessarily detrimental. Um, when you look at thyroid hormones, that stimulate the metabolic rate. But if you overstimulate it, going to hyperthyroid, that can be detrimental. But the thing is, like, what thyroid do is that 
it kind of like gives the body uh, so okay let me explain it like this if you go into a deficit and you eliminate carbohydrates your body is going to reduce thyroid function hormone output so you're getting less t3 so if you eat more food and more carbohydrates you will get sufficient production of thyroid hormone and conversion of T4 to T3, so you'll go back to a normal state. So the difference between hypo and hyperthyroid is that thyroid hormone uh, senses this abundance. It doesn't have to store as much nutrients in fat stores and so on. It can oxidize more nutrients to create energy or uncouple it. So it's kind of like an energy wasting process where the glucose is not being used to create, or the glucose and fat is not used to create energy, but to create heat instead. It's kind of like wasted away. That's, that's the point of a fast metabolism. You have so much, your, your body thinks you have so much in abundance that it doesn't have to store. So there is benefits to stimulating the metabolic rate because if, you, because if you don't stimulate the metabolic rate, you just store and you don't use in abundance. So, um, and also there's a lot of futile processes that thyroid hormone upregulate that kind of like uselessly burn fuel. But that's because the body is in a state where it senses I have an abundance and I can get rid of this. Um, and oftentimes, upregulating uncoupling, which seems to be like a wasteful process, is actually highly beneficial because it lowers oxidative stress, it lowers inflammation, it's protective, it can lean out the liver, lean out the heart, um, uptake like the uncoupling proteins 2 and 3, can uptake uh, pyruvate into a cell, which has many anti-aging benefits and anti-inflammatory benefits. So. The upregulation of uncoupling proteins, which would be deemed as a, a wasteful process, actually has a lot of benefits. So there is a lot of merit to stimulating the metabolic rate. And just a quick side note, last topic here is that um, studies have found that animals with a faster metabolic rate, more uncoupling proteins, tend to live longer and healthier than those with a slower metabolic rate. So this whole concept of you need to slow your metabolic rate, you need to eat low protein, low carb, you need to fast and be in a caloric deficit to live longer, that's, that's not true. You, you want a fast meta metabolic rate with high uncoupling proteins, not just in the brown fat, but also in the muscle everywhere. Upper regulation of uncoupling proteins can be wasteful, seen as wasteful, but it has a lot of benefits that improve your health. All right, so just to recap, Stimulating the metabolic rate is not detrimental, but it depends on the compound that you use. So if you use too much thyroid, you go hypermetabolic, that's going to give you side effects. If you use too much caffeine, that's going to give you side effects. If you're going to use too much of this or too much of that, it can give you side effects because it's that com it depends on the compound that you use. Any compound in excess can be detrimental. You, eat, you drink too much water, you can die. So everything has to be used in moderation and don't view it through the lens of, I'm stimulating metabolic rate, this is healthy. You know, so... I would say that's, that's the wrong way to look about it. So I hope this video was helpful and insightful. If you want to learn how to optimize your diet and lifestyle, as I mentioned, all of it is discussed in the Alpha Energy course, which I'll be linking to you guys in the description below. So please check it out if you're interested in optimizing your health, androgens, and everything that you want to optimize and feel awesome. Please check it out. All right, guys, I hope this video was helpful. Please leave a comment about anything, like your experience with boosting the metabolic rate and everything like that. And I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.